In May 2019, New York City announced plans to build a new monument to two transgender women political activists. Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera were longtime campaigners for gay and transgender rights. The monument will sit just a few blocks from the Stonewall Inn in New York. Backstory's friend Eric Marcus, presenter of the podcast Making Gay History, interviewed Marsha P. Johnson. He found her living in New Jersey alongside an activist from the establishment wing of the gay rights movement, Randy Wicker. Here's an extract from that interview. Marsha speaks first. Way I, I winded up being at Stonewall that night, I was having a party uptown, and we were all out there, and Miss Sylvia and Rivera and them were over in the park having a cocktail. I, I was uptown, and I didn't get downtown until about 2 o'clock, because when I got downtown, the place was already on fire, and it was a raid already. The riots had already started, and they said the police went in there and set the place on fire. They said the police set it on fire because they they originally wanted the Stonewall to close, so they had several raids. And there was this uh, Tiffany and oh, this other drag queen that used to work there in the coat check room, and then they had all these bartenders. And night before the Stonewall riot started, before they closed the bar, we were all there, and we all had lined up against the walls, and they was all searching us. The police were? Yeah, they searched every single body that came there because uh, the place was supposed to be closed and they opened anyway. Because every time the police came, what they would do, they would take the money from the coat check room and take the money from the bar. So if they heard the police were coming, they would take all the money and hide it up under the bar in these boxes out of the register. And, you know, and sometimes it would hide like under the floor or something. So when, they, so when they got it, when the police got in, all they got was the bartender's tips. Who went to the Stonewall? Well, uh, at first it was just a gay men's bar, and they didn't allow no uh, women in. And then they start allowing women in, and then they let the drag queens in. I was one of the first drag queens to go to that place. Because <laughs> we when we first heard about this, and then they had these drag queens working there. They never arrest anybody at the Stonewall. All they did was line us up and tell us to get out. Were you one of those uh, that got in the chorus lines and kicked their heels up at the police? Like like uh, Ziegfeld Folly Girls or Rockettes? Oh, no. No, we were too busy throwing over cars and screaming in the middle of the street because we were so upset because they closed that place. What were you screaming in the street? Huh? What did you say to the police? We just were saying no more police brutality and uh, we had enough of uh, police harassment in the village and other places. Oh, there was a lot of little chants we used to do in those days. Were there lots of people hurt at the Stonewall that night uh, during the riots? They weren't hurt at the Stonewall. They were hurt on the streets outside of the Stonewall because people were throwing bottles and the police were out there with those clubs and Mm -hmm. things and their helmets on. The riot helmets. Were you afraid of being arrested? Oh, no, because I've been going to jail for uh, like 10 years before the Stonewall. I was going to jail because I was, I was originally up on 42nd Street. And every time we go, you know, like going out to hustle all the time, they would just get us and tell us we were under arrest. Mm-hmm. See, I, 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 Stonewall, I don't want, I shouldn't start on this note, but it puts me in the worst light. 
because by the time Stonewall happened, I was running my button shop in East Village. And for all the years in Mattachine, and you see the pictures of me on TV, I'm wearing a suit and tie. And I had spent 10 years of my life going around telling people homosexuals look just like everybody else. We didn't all wear makeup and wear dresses and have false set of voices and molest kids and they're communists and all this. And all of a sudden, Stonewall broke out and there were reports in the press of chorus lines of queens kicking up their heels at the cops like rockets. You know, we are the Stonewall girls. And, you know, I thought, you know, it's like Jesse Jackson used to say, uh, rocks through windows don't open doors. I felt this. I was horrified. I mean, the last thing to me that I thought at the time they were setting back the gang liberation movement 20 years because, I mean, all these TV shows and all this work that we had done to try to establish legitimacy of the gay movement, that they were, we were nice middle-class people like everybody else and, you know, adjusted and all that. And suddenly there was all this, what I considered, riffraff. And I gave a speech. I was asked to speak. I, I was asked to, to speak at the Electric Circus, which was a major... Which was a major... Marsha, you just got me. Where are you going? What were you doing? This car is dragging. Oh, she's outside? Mm. Yeah. Come on, sweetie. I got the, Here the, it is. It's up to the, you. The, the little... Uh... What? No. Oh, fine. Watch out. Yeah. You, you, God, you're so dumb. Go ahead. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Okay, you were saying about Stonewall. Yeah, I was saying I was running my uh, shop in East Village, the button shop, the big hippie shop. And when this happened, I was horrified because it was civil disorder. Somewhere I saw a picture from Stonewall, and it had a big sign-up from the Mattachine Society, which was one of my base groups, who said the Mattachine Society asked citizens to obey the police, to not obey the police, but to respect law and order, to act in a lawful manner. In other words, the Mattachine itself was basically a conservative organization. And they had a, they asked me to speak at the Electric Circus. And I got up and said that I did not think that the way to win public acceptance was to go out and form chorus lines of drag queens kicking your feet up at the police. And I was just beginning to speak, and one of the bouncers at the electric circus found out that it was a gay thing, that the guy up there talking was gay, and somebody standing next to him, he said to them, are you one of them? And the guy said yes, and he began beating the hell out of him. And this riot broke out in the electric circus. And I remember driving him home because the kid was only about 21 or 22 years old. And he said, all I know is that I've been in this movement for three days and I've been beaten up three times. I mean, he had a black eye and, you know, a puffed up face. I mean, oh, no serious damage. But, but the thing was that, that you were dealing with a new thing. And it shows that what my generation did, we built the ideology. You know, are we sick? Aren't we sick? What are the scientific facts? How have we been brainwashed by society? We put together like, you know... Lenin, I mean, Mark Karl Marx wrote the book. That's what we did. But it literally took Stonewall, and here I was considered the first militant and a visionary leader of the gay movement, did not even realize when the revolution, if you want to call it this, this thing that I thought would never happen, that a small nuclei of people would become a mass social movement was occurring. I was against it. So I'm very happy Stonewall happened. I'm very happy the way things worked out. Now, you mentioned an organization that, that Marsha, you were involved with. What was the name? Street, Street Tran Transvestite Action Revolutionaries with Miss Sylvia Rivera. Star. What, what, uh, was, what was that group about? What was it for? 
Uh, it was a group for transvestites. It was a bunch men of men and women transvestites. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of flaky transvestites but, living in a hovel in a slum somewhere, calling themselves revolutionaries. That's what it was, in my opinion. Now, Marsha has a different idea. What's your opinion? <laughs> Street transvestite action revolutionaries started out as a very good group. It was uh, after Stonewall they started. They started at GAA. Mm-hmm. Mama Jean Devante, who used to be the marshal for all the parades, she was the one that talked Sylvia and Rivera into leaving GAA, because Sylvia Rivera, who was the president of Star, was a member of GAA, and started a group of her own. And so she started uh, Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, and she asked me would I come and be the vice president of that organization. Johnson continued her activism and became a member of AIDS activist group ACT UP. In 1992, Marsha P. Johnson's body was found in the Hudson River. Her death was initially deemed suicide, but authorities later changed this designation to drowning from undetermined causes. The case remains open. <laughs> 